All right, Simple Human Shorts. Uh, we haven't done one of these in a while. And uh, this one is, I guess, probably titled something along the lines of Changing Your Habits. And uh, Well, you write the title, so... I know. Well, I haven't, I haven't written it yet, so I don't know what it'll be. Um, but the, I'm, I'm reading a book or listening to a book, and I'm about three-quarters of the way through with it. And it's called The Power of Habit, Why We Do What We Do in Life and Business by Charles Duhigg. Duhigg? Duhigg? I think that is not a real name. D-U-H-I-G-G. Duhigg? Mm. Duhigg? No, I don't know, man. Anyway, um, so in, in this book, it's, there's a lot of cool ideas, especially in the beginning part of it. And it talks about like what habits are. Like, you know, we don't, I don't know about you, but I don't have to sit there and think about which shoe to put on first in the morning or which sock to put on first or which leg to put first through my pants or how to back out of the driveway or I mean, what are some other things like how to open the refrigerator? You know, there's just yeah. things that, that you don't have to think about and it's not, they're not necessarily controlled by the, the, the autonomous, autonomous nervous system. Is that what it's called? Where like you're breathing and your brain and all that. Now it's just like things that you just do a lot that you don't have to think about. Yeah. And you don't have to use willpower and you don't have to like really, really focus to like, okay, I got to put the tire shoe car in reverse and then I got to check all the mirrors and then I've got to, you know, tell my kids to shut up and then I've got to do the wheel. Which way do I do the wheel? You know, like if you had to do that for everything that you did all the time, it would be exhausting. Like you would, yeah, you would just mentally. Right. And so, so it's talking about doing things, healthy things, Things that will improve your life and getting them, and so so all those things. Sorry, that uh, they're all, your brain. When you can do them automatically, your your brain basically has started to store them. They've moved them from like the frontal lobe down into your what's called the basal ganglia. A lot of you probably remember that from like biology class in high school. I do not remember that from anything. Basal ganglia. Making. So it's like the lizard brain. You talk about that. it's like your brain that you don't even have. To, it's like the deepest part of your brain, right? So the oldest part of your brain is like the the innermost core and then the mo the, the quote unquote newer parts of the brain are the things that are towards the outside. So like reasoning and emotion and all that are like in our outer lobes. So, and all the habitual stuff gets eventually gets, you know, backing out of your driveway is in your basal ganglia, right? You don't have to think about, you know, doing that. Okay. And so it's talking about if you can get those healthy things, things that are going to improve your life so automatic that they're in they're being stored in your basal ganglia it's kind of like what we always talk about like when the when the roll the the basket of bread comes in like the restaurant i don't have to think about or use willpower and exhaust that finite resource in like avoiding that because i don't it's a habit for me to not i don't i don't want it like I, it's in like it's just i just I, I i don't look at that as food right so like right so so that's okay. It's like, okay, well, that makes sense, right? Well, how do we do that? And so it, it, it breaks down habits in, into three parts. So there's a cue, right? Which could be a time of day. It could be you see something. Uh, it could be you hear something. Uh, you know, the cue could be something bad happens at work. And, you know, there's, there's the, the cue, right? Yeah. Then the routine, which is what you do, right? Okay, it's 8 p.m. My routine is I walk into the kitchen and open the freezer and pull the ice cream out right mm -hmm. and then there's a third part which is the reward and and in the case of food it's a dopamine rush uh most of the time it's it's, it's something the deepest part of the reward is something psychological i mean you can say well the the reward for the ice cream is it tastes good but i mean they're to a deeper extent it's it's really just like you're getting a flood of enjoyment in your brain right right um and so and what drives that that uh 
system, the cue routine reward is a craving, right? So if you get the cue and you don't do the routine, then that craving drives you. It's like, oh, it's eight o'clock. I got to get my ice cream. I'm not going to do it. And then, like you, then the craving kicks in to mm-hmm. get your to get you on that automatic, you know, get you to finish off the that habit, right? Right. And so, and so what he talks about is how smokers, how alcoholics, how all the people that have you know quit chewing their fingernails, any sort of bad habits. The best way to like change those habits is you keep the cue the same, you keep the reward the same, right? So the only okay. thing you're changing is the routine. So all right, it's 8 p.m. Your new routine is putting your shoes on and walking around the block two times, right? You're still going to get the dopamine rush of that you've done something positive. Walking okay. in and of itself gives you sort of this like you've sense of like, hey, I did something good, right? So, which is the same the same areas of your brain light up in that I mean, That's just one example. I mean, you can, you can any, anything, you can find the cue, whether it's like you see the, the Cinnabon in the mall, your routine is to pull your wallet out and go buy a Cinnabon. And the reward is, you know, you have the, and that's another food one, but the change. Okay. You see the Cinnabon. Now your routine is you walk past it and it, it takes a little bit of hard. It takes some hard work at the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Initially. Right. But once you get the routine, once you get those three things, the cue routine and the reward sort of pushed down where it's, it's processing in your basal ganglia where you're not having to like think about it, then it becomes easy. That's why I always tell people like you'll get to a point. And so it's like, I've always said that. And then in this book is like, oh, okay, this is why, like, this is why, like, I don't have to like try to be healthy or like, I don't have to like force myself to, to move right or to get good sleep or to, to eat good. It's just, that's just, that's my habit. That's what I do now. And it's just, it's, it took some work to get there. But once you get all those sort of the, those cycles of habits down into your basal ganglia where you're not having to think about it anymore. And I'm going to write an article about this on everydaypaleo.com. You, you should, because I think that's probably, I, I speak as a, a normal person. Uh, and I think I speak for most of our audience when I say that's the hardest part. If you boil down how to be a healthier version of you, it's getting rid of, you know, the bad habits. 50, 50 bad habits. Yeah. The, oh, I had a bad day at work. I'm going to get ice cream. One of those type things. And, that's what I struggle with the most is how do I break this cycle of, uh, you know, this happens and so I do this and this is uh, and and I know from past experience when I quit using uh, smokeless tobacco years ago, you know, it was it was difficult the first two weeks. It was fine because it was a routine. You wake up, you do this. You eat, you eat lunch, you do this. Yeah. You get off work, you do this. And it was. Uh, you, you have had, to break you had that cues routine. throughout the day, but once when you, you have would put like a dip, couple, yeah. of, once you can weather through the first couple of weeks, what me personally, what motivated me was I got a really good streak going here, and I don't want to screw it up. Right? You know, I've, you know, I, I, I was dipping a can a day for however long, and oh my god, I've been, I've been, I haven't had any in two weeks. Okay, let me see if I can make it to three weeks. Let me see, if I, and then eventually, like I, it's not something that I have to think about right, now. Right. I haven't had a dip of snuff in years. Yeah. I don't have to think about like, what am I going to do after I eat? What am I going to do after, you know, as soon as I get to work? You know, all those things. Yeah. And the, but the other interesting thing is that the habits that you have, let's say you do have a, a smokeless tobacco habit. And the, and the studies have shown this. And you ask somebody that's a recovering alcoholic or any, anybody that's, that's sort of a, a recovering addict for anything, that, that that cue, routine, reward pattern is always going to be there, right? 
you just it just gets overpowered by the new routine. So that okay. means if you know for two years, every time you see Cinnabon, your new routine is you walk past it. Like if you do like one time stop and get the Cinnabon, I mean, it's not gonna. You know, I'm not saying you're gonna like just immediately you know, gain 300 pounds and, and have diabetes and die like right there, like while you're eating the Cinnabon. But it's like you, that you can give like strength back to that old habit. Yeah. And that's why a lot of times those old habits, if you don't, you know, let the new routine sort of establish itself for long enough, it doesn't take much for that old routine, which is, which is strong, right? Which is like been there for a long time. It has lots of muscles. Yeah. It doesn't take it long to sort of re overpower the new habit. And now you're right back to where you started. So that's why I always tell people like, at least for the you know three, four weeks, if you just have like, Oh, I'm just going to have a little piece of cake. Like I'm, you know, it's not saying that you can never have cake again. It's just let your new habit get formed before you go back. I mean, like, like you said about the smoke of tobacco, I used to be like that with sugar. Yeah. And I don't have, you know, I'm on a, I don't have to think about, okay, I haven't had ice cream in a month. You know, I don't have to think about that anymore. Like if I have ice cream, I just have ice, have ice cream and it's not an everyday thing. And it's, it's, it doesn't like make me want to have ice cream every day again, like, like it used to. Cool. So anyway, that's uh, kind of, interesting. I'm looking forward to you writing something about this because yeah. that's, I, I think I speak for most people when I say that's the hardest thing. So yeah. hopefully write, I'll, I'll, write finish, a good I'll finish this book and then I just got another book. I'm really into this, uh, Nice this, books, Professor. I know. The psychology of it. I just ordered a book called... Uh, oh, it's uh, it's sitting right over there. It's something like why... Hold on. So we're I'm holding back. for Mark to go read the title of this book. That was great radio. It's called, <laughs> it's called What Makes Your Brain Happy and Why You Should Do the Opposite by uh, by an author who I've heard of, David DeSalvo. And, okay. uh, and so I'm just like, okay, well, that seems very interesting and I want to read that book. So hopefully there'll be more coming uh, about sort of the psychology of change and how, you know, cause it's one thing to be like, all right, you do, uh, you know, do this many sets of squats and go to bed at this time and eat this for lunch. But like, okay, great. How, but that's like on paper that looks really easy, but how right. do you actually get to that point? I think is that's the first step. And if I'm going to sit down with someone who's quote unquote broken and needs to, wants to get healthier, that's, to me, that's where you need to start. It's the okay. understanding how to change, not necessarily like, just do this. So, yeah. Okay. This is a good short. And by the yeah. way, very quickly, if you have uh, this, if you're new to the Simply Human Lifestyle, we do this kind of like smaller show. It allows us to kind of focus on things a little bit more in depth, and that's all we do. There's no music. There's no interviews. There's no jokes. Just We just get straight into it. Hopefully, it's short and sweet. You can listen to it on your commute or, or something. But if you have a question... Uh, we love doing those for Simply Human Shorts. So if you have a question about you know something specific, email us, simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com, or you can email me specifically at simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. And uh, if you ask a good question, there's a really good chance that we will make that into a short. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Uh, Simply Human Shorts. Shorts. <laughs>